This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Welcome back to the midweek short episode of Hey Bartender Podcast. I'm your bartender for the night. I'm the dude, so that's what you call me. Or you can call me Anthony. We've known each other long enough. Let's, uh, we can do that too. So, how y'all been doing? You know, sit down, relax. Let's just talk about something real quick. But first, as usual, I gotta hook you guys up with a drink recipe. For some reason, I felt like looking up something with Fireball again. Because... Everybody talks about Fireball, just drinking it straight. And, you know, every time I hear about it, I sit back and think, it might hurt going in. Odds are it's going to hurt coming out. But, you know, people still love it, and I guess it's a lot like an Atomic Fireball. We all used to do that when we were kids, didn't we? So, anyway, this is a for a short episode. We're going to do a short shot. And this shot comes from the spruceeats.com. It's called Spicy Fireball Shooter. What you need is three-quarter ounce of white rum, three-quarter ounce of cinnamon schnapps, preferably fireball, and two two dashes of Tabasco sauce. Yes, you heard me right, Tabasco sauce. How you make it? Take all the ingredients, pour it into a cocktail shaker that's filled with ice. Shake the shit out of it. Thank you so much, Randy Lynn, uh, for uh, making for saying that so now i can't stop you shake the shit out of it until it is so cold there is frost all over the shaker and you strain it into a you know a small rocks glass most likely you'll have a little bit more room because you're using a little bit more uh, than an uh, ounce and a half of liquor serve and then according to the spruceeats.com get down and because I, I guess it has a pretty good effect on the customers. And it uh, from the sounds of it, it'll probably make you stand on your toes a little bit. Yeah, well, what do you expect of uh, something that's about 66 proof? Anyway, that's the shot for the day. So it is Wednesday, the day after Mardi Gras, day after Fat Tuesday. You know, I thought about making a special show just for Fat Tuesday, but I figured y'all are busy anyways because you got all those people excited. It's Fat Tuesday. That me, That's one of the days of the year where we have an excuse. Actually, your customers have an excuse to actually let loose, scream, yell, party, play loud music. And, uh, you know, collect uh, strands of beads any way, shape, form, or fashion that they can figure out. Or whatever ha- uh, happens to please the person handing out the beads. You know, the beads thing, we, we uh, I never tr- really tried that in any of my bars. Just because we were, well, one bar was pretty small and our clientele during, uh, during most of that really uh, didn't go for that kind of partying. The other bar I worked at that probably could have handled that sort of thing, they uh didn't really uh it was just like hand these out to every customer i'm like well that's no fun and they say if you uh, make anybody show their breasts to get these things you're fired and i said well that's double not fun however anyway since it's a midweek celebration uh most of the bars in where i used to work didn't really do a Fat Tuesday type of thing just because, like I said, it's midweek. But when you go out to Louisiana, do Mardi Gras, or you have a specific party set up at your house 
or at your place of work or whatever, well, all the rules go out the window. If there's a parade going outside, yo, yeah, you're going to, uh, you're, you best uh, be ready to try to earn those beads. That's the key. You got to earn them. But like I said, Fat Tuesday's over. We're on to what the Catholics refer to as Ash Wednesday. And usually by today, uh, well, well, just I'm not going to uh, just center on the Catholics, but uh, a lot of religions, you know, a lot of them are very similar to each other. Uh, this is uh, Ash Wednesday, and so we... Uh, Catholics sit back and figure, you know, uh, this is Lent. This is the beginning of Lent. So, you know, now's the time to better myself uh, in the eyes of God, I guess. (laughs) Boy, do I sound like a kid that went to Catholic school? No, not really. But uh, so they, you know, a lot of the religions, they give something up for this period of time just to better themselves, better their souls. And every year when I went to Catholic school, I sat back and said, didn't I just give something up for the year a couple weeks ago? And now I have to give something up again? Uh, well, uh, okay. Well, you've already got your New Year's, New Year's resolutions. We've already talked about that. You've already, uh, we've already got uh, our uh, things that we give up for Lent. Most people, you know, most common thing is people say they give up sugars, uh, something light, something simple. If that makes them feel better about themselves, more power to them. But, you know, like I said, yesterday was a big party. And, uh, you know, some customers get a little bit out of control, especially, you know, weekends or big celebrations, New Year's Eve, Fat Tuesday, St. Patrick's Day. And during this time, I've, I've been surfing the web and uh, just checking out all the social medias. And I've seen pictures of bartenders actually bruised or something because a customer went off the rails and decided to take a grab or, in one uh, unfortunate bartender's case, have a bite. Now, that is the shady side of ridiculous. What the hell is wrong with these people? I mean, during my time, I, I was as a bartender. The only times I can think of where a customer got overly aggressive with me personally is a girl tried to, uh, well, she succeeded actually. She reached across the bar, grabbed me by the shoulders, and gave me a big kiss, which I didn't mind at all. And then this other girl, uh, she uh, was very aggressive and painful, actually. Uh, I guess she got it in her head that she. Uh, uh, wanted to get a piece of me and then just started grabbing me and grabbing everywhere. And I, I was seeing somebody at the time and, uh, and that was a bad idea. So I tried to, you know, push her off me. Uh, cause you know, it's like, uh, yeah, this is nice and all, but okay. You're okay. Aggressive women scare me. I'm just going to say that. And you know, well, okay. They kind of, they, it kind of works for me when they're aggressive too. Well, eh, it just depends on the kind of aggression, but let's get past that. Um, there have been some customers who I don't know what the hell is on their mind. Uh, one customer, uh, I remember anytime we got a new waitress, he would always ask to shake their hand. And as soon as they sh- uh, they put their hand in his hand, he'd lean over, not kiss their hand, but lick it. And we warned him 
twice. Do not ever do that to our servers ever again. And, you know, one time should have been enough, but my, uh, my boss at the time, she, uh, I think she felt guilty every time that uh, we had 86 anybody. Cause when we 86 people, I mean, it times where people should have been 86 where like a big fight or something like that, she'd let them back in after a couple weeks, especially if they were friends with her and we go, Hey, wait a minute. We 86, that person, they can't come in here ever again. And they, she said, Oh, they, I talked to them. They'll be all right. And, uh, and then she sat back and wondered, uh, why something happened again a couple weeks later with the same person. We'd 86 and she'd let him back in a couple weeks later. But this, but there are those customers that sit back and think that bartenders and waitresses are, you can do whatever you want to them. Like uh, another customer decided it was okay to whack one of my servers on the ass. It upset her horribly and she was brand new she didn't know what to do about it but all of a sudden i see her in the back office crying and i i walk over ask her because i didn't see it happen and i walk over and i ask her what's going on she told me about the customer slapped her on the ass and i said okay here's what you do next time this happens you immediately come get me and she said, well, I don't want to cause any trouble. And I said, there won't be any trouble. Don't worry about it. And I walked over to the table and said in front of him and his three buddies, if any of you touches one of my bar bartenders or waitresses in an unkind fashion ever again, you will be 86 from this bar. You will be 86 from this town. I can make it happen. And they were like, what man, this is a bar. Come on. I said, this is a bar. Not a speakeasy, not a strip club. You, not, well, you can't even do that in a strip club. It, do not ever do that again. And they're just, well, yeah, come on. I mean, that's what she's there for. And I said, okay, get out. I'll uh, pick up your shit, get out of my bar. And uh, they all got up and left and immediately called uh, my boss the next day because they know the owner. And... I, uh, I told my owner, I said, this is what happened, and I'm not going to let that happen in the bar. My owner completely, 130% agreed with me, and he was friends with them, but he said, no, I can't have my employees treated like that. Thank God for that, boss. It's Sometimes it's really hard to find a boss that'll side with you instead of the customers. It's a horrible practice, but it happens. What was that other post I saw on uh, Fraternal Order of Bartenders? A uh, girl got grabbed so hard that she had bruises on her side and, and, you know, in the shape of fingers. This guy really had a hold of her. And she went to her boss and uh, said, told him what happened, and he basically blew her off, and he, she it scared her so bad she wasn't able to come into work next the next day. And the boss told her, you come into work or you're fired. Okay. Here is the dude's advice on that type of situation. You do not need to work there. Uh, just from there on out, you just might as well say, I'm not coming in anymore then. There are literally thousands of jobs out there. Might not be your ideal job, but there are thousands of jobs out there that you can go get that people are not allowed whatsoever to treat you like that. There is no reason to be treated like that ever. And if 
you really like the bar. I, I understand some bartenders and servers, they allow that sort of thing to happen because the good outweighs the bad. So uh, they sit back and say, well, it was just one day. It was just one customer. It, it's not a big deal. Well, yeah, it is a big deal. You cannot be treated like that. And if you, in that case, if you can't 86 the customer uh, for doing things like that, then that's when you start taking matters into your own hands. If you really want to work there, even if you don't want to work there anymore, either way, you're going to probably get fired with this piece of advice. Okay. Now, if you're a waitress and you're carrying your tray and, uh, you know, tray of food, tray of drinks, whatever, and some schmuck decides it's okay to slap you on the ass. If you are a very good waitress, which I've ran into tons of them who can hold a tray and, you know, basically do somersaults and, uh, you know, jump from table to table, jump uh, over pool tables, uh, manage to get around a pool table before the guy makes his shot. And still be able to hold your drinks on the tray with one arm and not spill a drop. Though you know, you know, I wish I could find more of the, uh, more of those type of waitresses because they're fucking awesome. But if somebody decides to slap you on the ass, so you happen to lose a little bit of control and the drinks happen to fall on the guy. Okay, that's going to piss off the customer, but you got your revenge. And you, all you have to do is look him in the eye and say, well, you shouldn't have slapped me on the ass. It kind of startled me. And if the uh, guy starts to puff up his chest and threaten to beat the shit out of you, that's when you call over your bartender or your bouncer. Or if you are one of those really badass women out there that I see on YouTube or uh, in any of the movies. I've been watching a lot of Marvel movies lately, but... Um, if or any one of those badass women out there that I see on YouTube or on TV or something like that, go ahead and kick their ass. Uh, I mean, it's obvious they need an attitude adjustment. And But be forewarned. The chances that you're going to have a job after that whole situation are probably slim. Your bartender and your bouncer will side with you no matter what. I guarantee that. But uh, uh, just... Uh, but they obviously need an attitude adjustment and, uh, you know, their excuse of, sorry, I was drunk. Uh, you know, I, as a bartender, when people sorry, the way I was last night, I was drunk. Uh, you know, yeah, that's, they got to own up to it and saying, sorry, won't fix it. It might get him back in the bar, but you know, just I'm encouraging uh, waitresses and waiters, you know, go ahead, take them out, kick them in the crotch, back fist them into the, uh, into the nose. Guarantee it'll be all over. Now, bartenders, uh, it, uh, now I've talked about it on this podcast before. If anybody crosses the bar line, that is technically trespassing and you can kill the customer if you want. I don't suggest it because it's probably a lot of paperwork involved and plus then you have to clean up all the mess. But uh, if somebody reaches out to you and tries to grab you, uh, I was always told by one of my, uh, one of the, uh, by another bartender that the muddler is an awesome weapon. You don't have to be one of those bartenders that carries a knife, carries a gun, 
that can be a bigger mess than you can ever dream of. But just a bop on the top of the head is enough to make the person's attitude adjust just a little bit. Just grab that muddler, pop, then they'll rethink what they're doing or gets uh, their brain will say, this is a bad idea. And they might laugh. The majority of the time, they'll laugh it off. And you say, hey, oh, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> and because they think they're being funny. I, in all these situations that I can think of about where a customer, uh, you know, like threatened me or uh, threatened one of my, uh, one of my coworkers or uh, they try to step back and go, I was just joking. Come on. And I, it's like an excuse. They, uh, they realize that they're about to get 86. They're about to get their ass kicked and, uh, and just stand back and say, Hey, it was just a joke. Okay. You have the right to say, you know what? Not funny. Get out. And especially if they reach out and grab you, they, there is absolutely no reason whatsoever that a customer should uh, be touching you unless you give them express permission for a hug or uh, if you like them enough or, you know, you know what, keep it at that. Uh, you know, if you're going to be friendly to your customers, it's best just to keep it light hug, handshake, but don't take it too far because it can get out of hand quick. The customer will think, uh, you know, how many of you waitresses and bartenders or waiters, uh, you know, did something special for a customer and all of a sudden they fell in love with you and started stalking you. It happens. I mean, my old coworker, she used to call everybody sweetie. That was her word. You know, uh, anybody that was sweetie. What's your, uh, what can I get you, sweetie? How you doing, sweetie? Man, woman, whatever. And she called this one guy, sweetie, one night and instantly fell in love with her. And uh, then he started singing karaoke, dedicating the song to her. And to this day, I'm still trying to figure out how dedicating Rainy Day Woman number 13 was a way to uh, dedicate a song to her. Of course, I really don't understand all the lyrics Bob Dylan sang in that song. And I uh, haven't really taken the time to try to read the lyrics, which is blasphemous as a, uh, as a music, uh, music guy. But still, how, you know... How, how was that supposed to impress her by singing "Rainy Day" num- uh, "Rainy Day Woman" number thirteen to her? To her, yeah, I uh, mm, don't understand it. But he wouldn't leave the bar. He kept coming up to me, going, "Look, I, I really, uh, I need you to put in a good word for me. I love her, man." I said, "Dude, you just met her," and uh, then. All of a sudden, we uh, we got everything closed. We told him he had to be outside the bar. And he decided to sit there and wait. Wait for her as she was uh, leaving the bar. And uh, so, luckily, uh, for her safety, I'm not saying that I needed to be there, but he decided to take a step back because uh, I walked her. Uh, I used to drive her to and from work. And... So we walked out to my car together. I quickly put her in the passenger seat. I jumped in the driver's seat. We drove off. And we did see him come back maybe one or two times. But then he, uh, she, uh, my uh, my friend, she finally 
got the uh, got the idea to make him think she already had a boyfriend. Then he backed off. Okay, that was a lucky situation. There could have been other times that uh, he might have been waiting outside the bar, but uh, she never walked out alone. So it worked out for her. So that, you know, no matter who you are, bartenders, waitresses, waiters, baristas, when it's late at night, have somebody walk you out to your car or walk with walk in a group or, you know, just safety in numbers, that sort of thing. Well, anyway, that like I said, this is just a short episode, just me ranting a little bit. And, uh, you know, I'm really concerned about everybody's safety out there. I want you all, bartenders, waitresses, waiters, uh, managers, uh, uh, you're on your own. Uh, be safe out there. That's the, uh, that's the best thing because you want to be able to go home the same way you went to work. You want to be able to enjoy your, uh, the tips that you made that night. You want to be able to go home, see your family and, uh, because you know, and see your customers the next day. I mean, sometimes that seeing your customers happy the next day is a great feeling. It's just a good thing. And most of the time for some of you out there, the bad things only happen once in a while. Important thing is stand up for yourself and maybe develop a thicker skin because one, you don't have to put up with that shit. And two, just because you threw one guy out doesn't mean that another one's not going to follow right behind. Wow. Was that as profound as it felt? Probably not. Anyway, uh, like I said, uh, if you want to contact me, like I've always said, if you want to contact me, uh, email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. And if you have any questions, you have any information for me, you have a drink you want to talk about, hell, if you even want to be on this show, just email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. And if you want to go check out a little uh, Hey Bartender Podcast merchandise, listen to the latest episodes of Hey Bartender Podcast. Really haven't been keeping up on the blog. Go to www.heybartenderpodcast.com. We're also on Facebook, Hey Bartender Podcast, Instagram, Hey Bartender Podcast. Eh, I'm not really a big presence on Twitter that much. It just seems a lot of crap is on there, and it's just too much of a headache. So, uh. You know, everybody take care of yourselves out there. And as usual, lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness. And don't take any shit from anyone. Night. Felt so good, I had to blow again. I said, hey,